0: You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 125. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenbloom. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of my whole coaching practice. This is where coaching meets psychology, and psychology meets brain science, and this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is is a group that I run for smart women just like you who are ready to learn how to stop eating from stress and other emotions and learn how to make space for more happiness in their lives. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Now, let's get started with your coaching session. Today, we're going to be working on this thought. Right before you eat something, I want to get you thinking to yourself, will eating this be worth it? So, the goal of today's coaching session is to help you think through making the decision to eat something that you know is not helpful or something that you didn't plan, and to decide not from what you want right in that moment, but to decide from the perspective of what you truly want in the big picture. That's what counts. That's what will give you the results that you want. So what happens that causes you to eat off plan? You plan to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're lightly full, right? That's always going to be your goal. You plan to manage your moods instead of medicating them with food. You plan to take care of yourself in many, many ways and just use food for hunger, pleasurable, but mainly for hunger. So what happens when you eat off those basic plan concepts is that you're strengthening a connection that you don't want. And the connection is between your mood and your food. And that's what we call emotional eating. I want you to know how to judge ahead of time, ahead of eating when it's not for hunger so that you can always make a good decision instead of just do what you're doing, which is probably not consciously make a choice, and feel bad afterwards, right? So in terms of becoming a natural eater, remember that's your main goal, your basic foundational goal, you're always going to ask, are you hungry? I used to talk about eating like a naturally slim woman, but I've kind of morphed that to becoming a natural eater, because more and more I know that not everyone is meant to be in a slim body. So slim is not your goal, but being a natural leader is. And that means that you don't have to think a lot about what and when and how much you eat. It's without drama. It's without stress. You still will have certain guidelines that you believe in and you follow, and then you just listen for signals from your body. So if you are hungry, that first question, what should you eat? What is your hunger level? If you are hungry, this is great. This is when you should eat. And you should choose something you like that likes you back. And we have a podcast about that. We're going to put a link to that in the show notes. What should I eat? How to love the foods that love you back. But come back to our question. If you're not hungry, then I want you to say no to yourself. Saying no to yourself when you're not hungry for eating is a form of loving self-discipline. Caring enough to say, no, honey, you don't need to eat that right now. But if you're not hungry and you want to eat, the next thing I want you to do is think about what is going on for you. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What is driving you to want to eat? This is what I want to help you figure out. It's not enough to just get yourself to force yourself to not eat something. I'd rather you get at the reason that you're being driven, you're being pushed, you feel like you're being dragged to eat something when you know your body's not hungry. It may be that you're feeling something uncomfortable and you want to escape that feeling. And food is a fast and temporary way to feel better. But we all know, and you know this, my friend, you know that the emphasis is on that word temporary. Food is not a permanent solution to any problem, but hunger. And if you're not hungry, then you're just compounding your problem by strengthening your emotional eating habit and maintaining the extra weight on your body or adding to extra weight on your body. So let's talk about why you want to eat when you're not hungry. You want to eat to not deal with something unpleasant If you're an emotional leader, maybe it's because you're bored and you don't know what to do with yourself. And you're just in the habit of filling that empty mental space and physical time with the act of eating. Maybe it's because you're lonely and food is your new best buddy. And surely you don't want to give up your best buddy. Maybe you're frustrated about something and you don't feel in a place to do anything about it. So you take that frustration out by eating without realizing that you're actually directing that frustration toward yourself. Maybe you're angry at someone, but you don't want to have a discussion. You don't want to have a confrontation. Maybe you're sad and you just want comforting. And temporarily filling up your body, temporarily might feel comforting until it becomes uncomfortable too much. Maybe you're tired and you can't take a break and you tell yourself, I need to eat something that will wake me up. Maybe you're just generally depleted and you just keep thinking, I need something, but you're not putting your finger on exactly what it is you need. Or maybe you just worked hard and you're telling yourself you deserve it. All of these reasons, if you're not hungry, all come under the header of emotional eating. And when you do them over and over again, yes, they become habits. So when you want to eat, you know you're not hungry. It's for one of these reasons. What are you actually hoping that eating, that food will do for you? You may tell yourself that eating this thing always makes you feel good. And you love feeling cared for. You may think by giving yourself this food when you're not physically hungry, that it's just your way of taking care of yourself. But the truth is, it's an indirect and inefficient way of trying to take care of yourself. You're intending to take care of yourself, but it doesn't work with food. I know when you think it and you say it and you do it, it sounds loving, right? I'm going to take care of myself and give myself this treat. But here's what it's really like. It's like telling yourself this, oh, are you upset? Are you thinking about this thing that's bothering you? Well, I don't have time to deal with you. I don't have time to help you figure this out. Just go and eat something. Imagine if someone else came to you looking for help and looking for comfort and looking for advice, and you just said, Nah, I don't have time. Go ahead and eat. That's what you're doing to yourself every time you eat instead of feel and figure out what's going on. In other words, when you eat your feelings, you may think you're taking care of yourself, but you're really giving yourself the message that you just don't care. You don't want to spend the time or effort for you, the most important person in your life the foundation of your life. But in that moment, you don't care enough to figure out why you're not thinking well and why you're not feeling well. So here is where I want you to insert a pause. Here is where I want you to start thinking about whether what you're about to do is worth it. So first, you're going to check in physically. You know how to do that. Ask what your body needs. Ask whether you're hungry or not. And if it's not hunger, check in and see if you can figure out what you need, what your mind needs. But what if you don't want to take the time to do this? What if you're just thinking, I don't care. I just want it. My friend, I know in the moment this feels like your truth, but it is not. It's just your old excuse to keep doing what you've always done. You're on autopilot. And what you've always done is eat away those feelings instead of facing them and feeling them and exploring them and looking for their origins. So here is what I want you to ask yourself in that moment of decision when you want to eat, but you know you're not hungry. Ask yourself this, will this feel worth it after I eat it? Will this feel worth it after I eat it? Remember, our definition of a treat is something that you can think about ahead of time so that you can decide rationally with your higher brain what to give yourself. It feels good when you think about giving it to yourself. It feels good when you eat it. And it still feels good after you eat it because you didn't overindulge. And if you really like it, you savor it. You don't rush through it guiltily because you ate something that you consider forbidden. So when you eat this thing that you probably didn't plan, and it's probably in reaction to a habit, how will you feel afterwards? Will you feel great, having enjoyed every bite? Or will you be filled with regret and shame? I want you to make clean decisions about what to give yourself. Think about the taste that you want. Will you be satisfied from it? Will it taste better when you're actually hungry? And are you even really tasting it? Or are you just filling yourself up? And is it a taste that you genuinely love? Or is it just the memory of that taste? You know, sometimes we have things that we consider treats when we're kids, and they're always the forbidden fruit. And then as an adult, you finally give yourself permission to get it because now you're grown up, right? You can go to the store and get whatever you actually want. And when you finally taste it again, just doesn't taste great anymore. It was just the memory of that taste that you think about. So will you feel like what you just ate was good, but not great? Food always tastes better when you're nicely hungry, much more so than when you're already full or at neutral, no matter what the food itself is. Often when I've already had enough food, if I talk myself into eating something that looks good, most often it will still have a good taste, but because I wasn't hungry to begin with, almost always to me, it just doesn't feel like it was worth it. I didn't keep my word to myself to eat when I'm hungry and to say no to things when I'm not. And when I do that, not keeping my word to myself always feels bad. The satisfaction of whatever you just ate without hunger is much less than it would be If you ate it with hunger, maybe it was something that you have great memories of eating like that favorite childhood food we talked about, but now when you taste it, your memory does not match up. So what's the reality of what this food will do for you that you're trying to make a decision about? The reality is it will make you overly full because you're not hungry to begin with. It will waste food only instead of wasting it outside of your body by throwing it away, you're wasting it inside your body where it's not needed. So it's just going to be stored as fat. It will make you feel bad if you've broken a promise to yourself. The most basic of promises being to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're no longer hungry. Now, this is where I want you to make this decision of whether it's worth it or not with your higher brain. Your higher brain always has your best interest at heart. Your higher brain will help you make the best decision. It's not something that's just acting on habit. It's able to help you look into the future and help you make a choice based on the knowledge of what the results will be. And when I say results, I also mean consequences, what the consequences will be. Your lower brain is just going to help you deal with the desire that you have in the moment, but your higher brain is going to help you rise above what's going on, see yourself eating it, and see what will happen after you eat it and it will help you decide if you're willing to deal with that after effect so here's why i want you when possible to decide ahead of time what you're going to do how you want to eat so in that moment it becomes easier. Instead of a hundred decisions, it's just a few decisions that you could apply overall. And all these little previews of how you're going to act and eat and think will all help you in creating the version of yourself that you want, how you want to show up in this world. But what if you just think, even after thinking it over, because I know you've probably done this, that you still want to eat whatever it is without hunger. Well, I'm not going to give up on you, and I don't want you to give up either. Because when you think, yes, it's worth it, even though it's totally contrary to my goals, it's worth it. But when you think that, I want to tell you the truth. You are kidding yourself. Does this mean that you can never indulge in a food for the sheer pleasure of it? Of course you can but you can do it in a way that doesn't hurt you, in a way that's loving. And that means that you eat when you're hungry and you don't put food into your body when your body doesn't need it. So yes, when you ask yourself, am I kidding myself? I think the answer is yes. I think you had a thought to have something and you're treating it like a command. I like to think of it as a suggestion. And someone in the Freedom Group brilliantly calls these suggestions from her lower brain recommendations, right? Because a recommendation is something you can take or you can leave. Thanks for your recommendations, but this doesn't really align with what I want. It doesn't work for me. I'm deciding in the moment and I'm kidding myself. So back to the original question, will it be worth it? No, it won't. Because when you're done, you will be overly full. You won't have enjoyed the pleasure of the taste beyond those first few bites. You will have further strengthened the habit of giving into using food to feel better and the habit of obeying your lower brain, which is not as smart as your higher brain. And finally, think about this. How will you feel when you're done? You may feel sorry that you did it, or maybe you're in denial and you don't want to think about it and you just think, oh yeah, I'll just start tomorrow. Or maybe you'll think, see, I knew I couldn't do this. And here's proof. I don't know what's wrong with me. I want you to get off this vicious cycle of telling yourself that eating something without hunger is worth it when it's really not. You need to start being brutally honest with yourself. Last week, we talked about the little lies that you tell yourself, and now we're taking it one step further. And you know what? Being brutally honest with yourself, it takes courage. It takes courage to face yourself and deal with your desire and say no. A loving no, but a no nevertheless. So that brings us to our action step. If you still choose to eat without hunger, I want you to own it, whether you feel regret when you're done or pride when you're done, is your choice, and it's going to be determined by that decision. So let's think it through honestly. I'm going to eat blank, even though I feel blank, because I'm thinking this, and I accept the consequences. I'm going to eat those cookies, even though I feel not really hungry, because I'm acting on my habit. Because I'm telling myself it's worth it and I accept the consequences. What will your statement be? What do you have to say to yourself that will lead you to regret, which you don't want? And what do you have to say to yourself that's going to make you feel proud, which is going to mean acknowledging that what you're about to do is not worth it and so you're not going to act on it? And those consequences, those results, are exactly what you're looking for. That is it for our coaching session today. You know what you need to stay focused on, and you know what step you're going to take this week. Remember, if you'd like help from me to end your emotional leading, the place to get that is the Freedom Group. So grab your spot on that waiting list in the show notes, and I will see you very soon in that group. That is where we can take what we talk about here, and personalize it for you on a much deeper level. The Freedom Group is opening very soon. And if you're on the waiting list, I'm going to send you some steps to take to get you started and ready to join me. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating habit step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. We both know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.